This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 372, the reason why you should not be redundant in English. If you want to move your English to the next level, make sure that each word adds value. On today's episode, you'll hear seven examples of redundant phrases to avoid in English. Guys, if you love All Ears English, then I bet that a friend of yours would also love it. So do them a favor. You can now share a podcast episode through your podcast app. Go into your podcast app and click share. You can share it by text, social media, or by email. Thanks for sharing All Ears English and thanks for listening. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? Hello, Lindsay. Hello. It's good. How are you? I'm feeling pretty good working here in the heat, but uh-huh. hey, it's August. I mean, what can we do? It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Michelle, I have a question for you today. Ooh, what is it? Have you ever been made redundant in your job because of technology or because of someone else that came in and had skills that you had? Um, thank goodness. I don't think that that has technically happened to me. Uh, I always, I always try to try to bring something new to the table. I don't know though. I don't think I like that idiom to bring something new to the table. Unfortunately, today's not an idiom episode, but we want (laughs) to highlight that one because you used a good idiom, but no, you've never been made redundant. I mean, I'm sure that I have in some way. I'm trying to just think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not because of technology, but a lot of times people are made redundant in their jobs because of technology. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could argue that, you know, apps like Duolingo or even this podcast might be making tutors redundant because I'm not entirely because I do believe that we need to practice our speaking as we always recommend. But some students might make the mistake of thinking that just listening to a podcast is enough. Well, we know it's not still right. Sometimes we think that we can just use the technology and gain those native skills. Right. Yeah. So, Michelle, what can you do? You know, if you are being made redundant, like what do you need to do to get your job back or to get a new job? You need to be the only person that can do something, right? Yeah, that's right. You need to make it clear that you provide value. So you either need to get a new skill or just make it very clear what you bring to the table, as you said. And I think the same is true for words in sentences, the words that we use, right? And so what am I getting at here? (laughs) What I think you're getting at, Lindsay, is that you want to make sure each word that you say brings something new to the sentence. 
Yes, bring something new to the table. So each word has to be carefully chosen so that we mm-hmm. make sure that each word adds value. So today, Michelle, we're going to introduce some redundancies, some redundant phrases or sentences or combinations of words for our listeners. And guys, if you're listening to today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to have a quick conversation and then we're going to give you a few seconds to try to recognize the redundant phrase, which part of our sentence was redundant. And then we'll talk about why you shouldn't say it. So Michelle, shall we jump into it? Let's jump. Let's do it. I love just (laughs) jumping in because we're all about just natural conversation and we like to talk here at All Ears English. (laughs) So Michelle, what kind of ice cream is the best choice on a hot day? Because today is a hot day and I'm thinking about going down to Harvard Square for some ice cream. Oh man. Well, in my opinion, I like chocolate, any sort of chocolate ice cream. It can be dark chocolate. It can be, um, regular like milk chocolate ice cream, anything with chocolate and uh, chocolate. In my opinion, I like, um, like brownie chunks. Oh, I love that. I totally agree with you. I like that we see eye to eye on ice cream choice. We do good. I just don't understand people who like vanilla. I don't. Oh, I don't either. I don't even, not at all. I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I was talking to a friend about this this weekend and she agrees. She just doesn't understand when people get fruity desserts or vanilla. It's all about the chocolate. Yeah. Actually, I asked my little nephew, you know, he's like uh, two years old. I asked him, do you like chocolate or vanilla better? And he said, vanilla. And I'm like, you know what? What's wrong with you, you silly little one? (laughs) That's funny. That's so funny. Well, I like your answer. And I like, well, I don't like that you used a redundancy there. But let's give our listeners just a couple of seconds to see if they know where the redundant, where the redundant phrase was. Okay. Okay. That was two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I'll settle in and wait. And you're like, okay. Yeah, that's, okay. <laughs> we got to keep right. the show going. So, Michelle, what was the redundant <laughs> phrase that you used there? I wonder if our listeners could find it or could recognize it. It was, in my opinion, I like. Oh, my gosh. And why is that redundant? It's redundant because it means the same thing. Yeah, exactly. When you say, in my opinion, you are saying, I like. So when you put the two together, it just sounds a little clumsy, wouldn't you say? It definitely does. It just, I don't know. It's just, you don't need to say it. It's just unnecessary. It's redundant. Yeah. And the best way to add value with our words is by saying less and saying more, right? Less is more, as we say. So fewer words, but actually communicating more, more in a more powerful way. And that's what we're here to help our listeners do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like it. Okay. Do you want to ask me a question? I would love to. Um, the, your question is, what do you like about your neighborhood? Oh, man. You know, I really like the fact that I live near the public library. And also, in addition, I love the fact that I'm right between Harvard Square and MIT, which is so Mm. I hope that the intelligent vibes rub off on me. (laughs) (laughs) All the smart people around here, I'm bound to get smarter, right? Well, maybe you're rubbing off on them. Maybe. I'm I'm pushing a little entrepreneurial energy their way. And that's a beautiful combination of intelligence and entrepreneurial energy. So exactly. (laughs) Oh, we're so silly today. I know. We're crazy. (laughs) We're crazy. So I wonder if our listeners could get the redundancy there. Hmm. Let's give them two seconds. (laughs) Okay, that's it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, what was the redundancy there that I used? Also, in addition... Yeah, I said, also, in addition, I like the fact that I live between Harvard and MIT. So, again, 
I mean, I'm saying the same thing, right? Also means the same as in addition. Right, right. If you are taking your IELTS exam this summer, we have a free step-by-step checklist for you. The seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. We'll show you exactly what to do and how to get started to get on your way to your seven or higher. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash S-E-V-E-N. See you there. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yeah, good. Okay, so guys, don't use that phrase. So again, today we're showing you what not to use. We're not trying to teach you these phrases to use. We're showing you the redundancies that you should avoid or recognize them, that they are redundant when you hear them, okay? Exactly, exactly. Good. So what are the best colleges in the U.S.? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Um, the best top colleges in the U.S.? Um, well, I mean, I'm thinking of like, I guess the Ivy Leagues, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such as Harvard, mm-hmm. uh, Yale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yale. Dartmouth is a good one that no one talks about, but it's definitely a high quality school. Right. Right. Yeah. Those are the best top colleges that Stanford, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Those are the best top schools. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there I heard a redundancy. You said the best top schools, right? The best top colleges. They didn't get to guess. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, okay. Well, (laughs) you guys go back and pretend. I'm just joking. Pretend. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot. Good guess. Okay. So what's wrong with saying the best top? Um, Best and top mean the same thing. Yeah. So it's the same with all of these redundancies, but the best and top, they mean the same thing. So guys, just say the best colleges or the top colleges. You don't need to put them together. Right. Just one is fine. Yeah. All right. So Michelle, any quick, I lived in New York for a while and um, I tried to succeed there. So you, I, you know, I know a few things about success in New York. Do you want to ask me anything? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I've lived in New York too, you know, and um, Mm -hmm. what is the key to success in New York? Do you think? Well, maybe we could both answer this, but, you know, in my opinion, it's critically important to approach your job life as an entrepreneur. I mean, I just, sorry, I talk about it all the time, but you need to 
think like an entrepreneur to mm. not become redundant in your mm. job again <laughs> to, to not to not lose your job to keep your job new york is a competitive place so it's critically important to stay at the top of your field and always get continuing education and make sure your credentials are there right what do you think michelle what's the key to success in new york i don't know where i heard this before but i think that it's true that you have to take the i, I have no idea where it's from that you have to take the highs um, and the, like, so, oh, gosh, I forgot the exact quote, but it's something about like, um, you will always be like, oh, don't take your high and low, like too seriously. Like you're going to have highs, extreme highs and extreme lows. And like, don't take any of those too seriously because it's always going to get better and it's always going to get worse. Yeah, I think that's good. And, and I think that's true for life in general, yeah. but maybe it's just escalated in New York. I, I mean, and. So. Yeah, and I think that comes back to something we talked about in another episode, Michelle, which is don't take things personally. And especially in New York, it's critically important not to take things personally. Yeah, it's critically <laughs> important that you just like remember that, you know, things can always be better and things can always be worse. Cause in New York, everything is in the extreme. I think like you can be out one night and meet like all these amazing people and like be having the best time ever and everything's going well with your job. And then you can reach the other end. So if you don't, if you don't get too excited about the highs or too sad about the lows, then you should be able to be okay. Yeah, I think that's really true. It is a tough city. It's a tough city. Yes. So, whew, okay, now we know how to be successful in New York. Yes. We need to have a thick skin. <laughs> yes, that's right. I love that thick skin. I love that expression. Yeah, that's a great one for our listeners mm -hmm. to have thick skin. Okay. So guys, we dropped another redundancy in there. And I wonder if we, if our listeners heard it. So Michelle, what was it? What did we say? Critically important. Yeah. And this one is a little bit, you know, more nuanced, right? I think because I feel like I hear it all the time, but it is kind of redundant because the word critical and the word important, the two words mean the same thing. Right. Right. It's critical that you blah, blah, blah. That's right. Or it's important that you, you could choose one. Don't use both. <laughs> right. Right. I guess people think that by making it critically yeah. that you can, yeah, I don't know. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. So, Michelle, when you were in graduate school, did you do a lot of group work? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we collaborated together like on almost every project, probably. It's really, it's really important too, I think. Wow. Yeah. You collaborated together all the time. That's incredible. I mean, did you get more value? Did you, did your projects turn out better because you collaborated together so much? I mean, we didn't, not all the time, but it is, I, I mean, it's definitely important to collaborate together. And I mean, that's a, <laughs> as a, as a teacher, I mean, we, I mean, well, we did collaborate together a lot, not all the time, but it's definitely helpful. And I think as a teacher, I make my students collaborate together really a lot, a lot of group work. <laughs> Okay, good. So I hope our listeners got that one because we said it like five times. <laughs> <laughs> so the redundancy there is, Michelle? Two seconds. Okay. Oh, oh, gosh, I keep forgetting. <laughs> Thank you. You are the performer here. You're very good at sticking to the rules. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, collaborate together. That's right. Exactly. You never so collaborate apart. No, that's right. Exactly. So that's, that's, that's how we know it's a, it's redundant because of course collaboration, the meaning of the word means to work together. So it's again, obvious. Yeah. It's obvious. Right. These phrases are obvious. Good. Right. Good. Um, we have two more. Are we ready? So, well, this is also about teamwork, right? So, um, you know, in your job now, have you, or in your past ESL jobs, have you ever, have you had to work as a team? 
Um, yeah, well, uh, in my past experience, I've actually co-taught with a, with a couple other teachers and I've actually really enjoyed that. So what about mm-hmm. you? Well, in my past experience, I've worked mostly solo, to be honest. I mean, you know, as a self-employed person working online, there's a lot of solo work and I would like to collaborate, but I enjoy collaborate, you know, working with you. Yeah, Michelle, that's true. We so were, that's true. This I is something new. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Okay. What did we use there? One, two. Okay, good. Past experience. (laughs) Yeah, past experience. Again, redundant because they mean the same thing. In the past, I have worked with a lot of teams, right? We could easily say just, or in my experience, I've worked with a lot of teams. Right, right, exactly. You don't need to say both. You don't need to say both. We have one more question. Let's do it. Okay. Um, well, why do you think crime has gone down in New York in the past 30 years? Knock on wood. <laughs> I think the reason why crime has gone down is that graffiti has been taken off the trains. Hmm. So that creates a look of a safer environment. Actually, this is, this is something I read in, uh, in, um, well, I think it was actually in the tipping point by Malcolm Gladwell. He uh. talked about the decline in crime, the decrease in crime in the, in the seventies, in the eighties, sorry, nineties in New York. Mm-hmm. And how that started was by taking the graffiti off the trains. And that created a kind of a, a snowball effect that changed mm. other things. It's not just taking the graffiti off, but so yeah, I think the reason why is that the, the graffiti was taken off the trains and then they started to change other things yeah oh interesting i I didn't know that it is really interesting yeah Mm. so we'd encourage our listeners to check out the book the tipping point i really love that book it's so interesting talking about you know different different thing trends in society and why they happen and how they happen but Mm. so what was the redundancy here okay i know countdown one Two. <laughs> <laughs> the reason so, why. The reason. Now, this one, again, as we saved it for last because it is super, 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 super common. We probably use it all the time on this show. Native speakers use it all the time, but it actually is redundant. Why? Well, it's the reason and why. You don't need to say both together. It's like kind of, I don't know. I think that people say this, but I people guess do. technically it is. I never yeah, thought pe- about this one before. People do say it and people write it too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm not really interested in whether it's right or wrong. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about the fact that it's when you say it, it's not necessary. It's just redundant. It's not necessary to have both words. So instead of saying the reason why crime has dropped, you could say the, the reason, reason crime has dropped. Reason or the reason that crime has dropped, right? You could say either of those. Right. But you don't but reason means why. Okay? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so all right, cool. Wow, we've been through a bunch and I don't really want to repeat them, Michelle, because they are what we, we don't want our listeners to say. Uh, that's so, true. <laughs> yeah. But I guess the point, guys, is just, you know recognize when you hear these redundancies or when you hear yourself saying them and try to eliminate them. Go for the value, right, in what you say. To communicate the most in the most powerful way, you want each word to have value. Right. Exactly. Definitely. I like that. Otherwise, it's better to just stay quiet. So less is more in the words that we choose. That's (laughs) right. That's right. Okay. (laughs) I I got so used to those pauses. I just started doing them. The two-second pause. Well, we're going to pause for good today, for today, but we'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I'm glad we got to talk about these redundancies. I know. This is interesting. I've been wanting to do this episode for like a year, so I'm glad we did it. it. 
<laughs> All right. Talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you are taking your IELTS exam this summer, get our free IELTS cheat sheet, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. Go right now to allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to the All Ears English podcast on your smartphone. See you soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.